following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. History could be made tonight. From Morgantown, West Virginia, K-State soccer is taking on the West Virginia Mountaineers. Six o'clock for the kick, and with a draw or a victory, K-State will lock themselves into a position to play in the Big 12 tournament for the first time in program history. Let's go! All rights on tonight, however. Even though with a loss, they're seventh place in the Big 12 standings. Even with a loss, they can still get in, but they can lock it in with a draw, picking up a point, or mm. get the three points and a victory over West Virginia in Morgantown. I am so diehard K-State soccer right now. I know. Oh, my God. I mean, this the history that can be made, it's never happened. Mm. Uh, yes. It should have happened in 2020, but they didn't play a Big 12 tournament that year. Mm. Felt like it robbed, mm-hmm. and now they could have their best finish ever in conference play. So, uh, shout to Mike Tabini, shout to the K State soccer team. So, we'll get that dub later tonight in Morgantown to make the Big 12 championship. That'll be down in Round Rock, Texas, very soon. Also, kind of have a big one in town Friday with the K State volleyball Ooh. team taking on, I think they're number two. In the Texas Longhorns in Bridge, mm-hmm. uh, the Man- Manhattan High football team is going to be hosting Wichita North in the first round of the playoffs. While Migo has uh, Ulysses, uh, let's see, Rock Creek. I forget who Rock Creek has. Help me out here. Rock Creek opens with, oh boy. Because I picked uh, the Wamigo game to be the the game of the week on B1047. Hmm. And, of course, I literally was digging through things and writing other stories, so I forgot now. Well, of course... Troy, you don't remember that it's clearly against Clearwater. Oh, Clearwater, yeah. Clears, oh, Clearwater. I, you know I'm, tired, I'm, <laughs> I'm tired, man. I was looking at next week, though, for Rock Creek. They'll take on either Heston or Marysville. Most likely Heston, and that will be, uh, that'll be a that'll tough be a knockdown drag-out type of game. That'll be yeah. a tough one. And then Saturday Catterday. is for first for second place rather in the Big 12 standings. Boy. Number 9 Oklahoma State visiting the Little Apple. The Cowboys have won the last 3 in the series. It'll be the third straight time K-State potentially potentially don't know for sure. We, we got some health updates and we'll get to that to here, here in just a moment. But to potentially K-State might have to for the third straight year start a backup quarterback in Will Howard against Oklahoma State. But that remains to be seen as that is a game time decision on Adrian Martinez. Welcome to the game. I'm Mitch Fortner with Troy Coverdale, Mike Gundy, and Travion Brooklyn. I'm sorry, that's David G. The mullet threw me off. I'm sorry. I... If you didn't have the beard, a spitting image, I swear I to God. No, dude. It's really like, I. it just looks great. I, You know, I, I hate to be, sound like that kind of person where I'm like, oh, I look good. My mullet is just freaking mullet-y. Very. It looks so good. I just, 
you know, the wife likes it, so I'm keeping it, man. Well, and way to, you know, good for you to not get your mullet while, uh, or let me let me rephrase this correctly. You waited until after Gundy cut his mullet off. Yes. To grow yours out. Right. Cut it appropriately. Yes. And have a mullet. Yeah. Because he got rid of his in the summer of 2021 before last year. He's, so this will be the first time Gundy comes here in about a decade without a mullet. He's trying to be ahead of the curve, you know, but I'm I'm like, no, nah, man, let's go mullet. Let me set the tone for you a little bit more about how big of a game it is on Saturday. Oh, boy. Oklahoma State's bringing their band. I can't recall if they usually do, but they're bringing the band. Oh Short trip. Uh, a couple charter buses. Um, and then uh, they're gonna. Uh, Fox is going to have the Sky Cam. Roaming around the skies of Bill Snyder Family Stadium. Please tell me I haven't looked. Is it Benatti on the play-by-play? Benetti? Yes. Jason Benetti? Yes, it is. Thank you. (laughs) Not a fan? No. uh, Not a fan of the potential other two crews. Oh, oh, okay. You don't like Gus? I'm not a Gus fan, no. No kidding. Wow. I mean, some of our favorite calls in K-State sports histories got Gus Johnson. He's in shape. Gus just exclaims what's on his mind. I think he hasn't been as sharp in the last few years. I that Oklahoma game a couple of years ago. <laughs> Oklahoma, well, I mean, he just he, he, he's, he's gotten by by exclamation point. That's it. That's Gus Johnson. It's exclamation point. Wow. Ah. Uh, sometimes I'll just yeah. yell into the. How did yeah. you get by, Troy? Uh by actually doing game notes and putting things together for details. I, I did notice he does have his own spotter for sure. A lot of Well, do, that, that they do, yeah. He also watches the TV the whole time, Gus does. He, he just watches the monitors, doesn't actually look at the field. And, you know, I was kind of watching that. I was like, you know what? I was actually a little disappointed in that, that it wasn't more, you know, paying attention to just watching the field or whatever. And Spider will just tell you who it is. I'll tell you, I, I don't know why those guys don't watch the monitor when they're kicking field goals. Which uh, more, is what should be watched. More yeah. than ever, yeah. I have noticed there's been a real delay. I wish I had they one. call if it's a good field goal or not because they're not watching the monitor. They're like actually watching the referees. And I get it, but it's like you'd be a little bit quicker if you just watch the monitor because I can see it go through. Yeah, I mean, good. sometimes close call with the uprights. If it's really close, you, you still probably wait for the official to give you the signal. But, I mean, heck, for Manhattan football, I wish I had a – Dude, There's impossible. a lot of the times it looks like it went straight through. For and, sure. Oh, yeah. it went right, wide right? <laughs> I had no like, clue. How did you – you, he, yeah, he shanked it. And you're like, hi. I'm not a big Benetti fan, though. I, I think he's all right. See, I think he's he's much better, much better prepared than Gus ever is. And, and we know where Tim Brando sits. I just think we get one speed with Benetti. One speed. There is no exclamation. It's just, you know, it's kind of bland to me. Now – Bob with shoes in is my favorite. That's somebody who does his homework. Yes. It tip, typically feels very original with how he broadcasts. I love his I love his voice. His exclamation calls are always really good. That, that that's that's the guy who does it right. Plus he's also double duty with college football going on the road somewhere and then calling the Jets. Yeah. Dave, Dave Pash being the other one. 
who falls into that category. Pash is real good, man. That that guy, man, he's solid. Yeah, that guy's really solid. He does a lot with Bill Walton, right? Dave Pash. During Bill basketball Walton. season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's oh. a duo, dude. I love it. That is a duo and a half, man. The, the complete opposites of each other. It's crazy. Yeah. And, the, the, like, sometimes I'm like, how it, it's almost as if Bill Walton's like, I'm gonna throw the curviest of curveball at you and the weirdest thing I can talk about and see if you can transition back into the actual game. Mm-hmm. And Dave Pash does it without even going, What did you just? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes he does it for comedic effect, but he's able to just go boom, boom, right back to the game. It's amazing. Well, and, and part of that too is you've not heard him with Wolfie on an Arizona Cardinals broadcast, I would say, then uh, his color analyst on those can be also a bit distracted. Whoa. No, I have never listened to an Arizona Cardinals <laughs> broadcast in my life. Um, I didn't even, I didn't know he did Cardinals games. That's pretty impressive too. Wow. I, he uh, that guy's good. That that dude is top notch. Yeah, you've got Wachusen does the Jets, and you've got Pash doing the uh, doing the Cardinals. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know that there's anybody else that pulls that uh, two sport on the weekend. I got right to now. Uh, meet Bob Wachusen in that 19 Oklahoma game. My first time doing the public address announcing for football, and I was like, you know, this is just does it get much better? I, <laughs> I meet my favorite broadcaster for college football. It doesn't get better than this, probably, when you beat number three Oklahoma at home for the first time since the <laughs> 90s. Right. It's also my first time, you know? So Yeah. yeah. And, like, what's what's the job without the perks like that? Where you're like, I can go meet that guy. You know, hey, it's uh, I'm a PA guy, so no big deal. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. I did have a chance to talk to Gus Johnson. He was at halftime uh, massaging his bare feet in the hallway. Uh, and Weird. I was like, you know. <laughs> He was talking to somebody else. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna pass this. One. Pass on this one. I move along. Hey, you know who I hate? I can't stand. I want to bury Kevin Harlan. Oh boy. No, I'm just. <laughs> ever since you ever, said he sound like him, it's crazy. No, I've had multiple Big Twelve referees come up to me and go, "You look. You sound like Kevin Harlan." You do, when man. I announce, it's crazy. I'm like, I don't hear it, but I. Okay. If, if multiple people have said that, yeah. it's it's always Big Twelve referees. Nobody else. I don't recall anybody else other than somebody that has the job status of Big Twelve referee has has said that to me. That's crazy, dude. I looked. I I listened on, like I looked him up on like YouTube, and listened to a couple, and I was like, damn. Mitch does sound like Kevin Arlen. I mean, I'll take it. It's yeah. not the worst. Yeah, that guy's he's good. He's definitely well-respected. He's super good. Especially dude. around here. Yeah, he's good. All right, I, I so I promised some health updates. The media, about two hours ago, got to hear from offensive coordinator Colin Klein and defensive coordinator Joe Klanderman. You can imagine a lot of questions about the health of some guys. Um, gosh, five or six without even looking at the list, really started to add up last Saturday against TCU. Colin Klein, I don't, I, we'll hear from Colin Klein. I want to play a lot more than just his answers to some injury status type questions. Coming up in the second hour, we're going to actually hear from a couple of 2012 Big 12 champions with uh, Curry Sexton, also planning to join us at 510. But, I mean, right out of the gate, it was about A.J. Martinez, is he available to play? And it was a pretty short answer from Colin Klein. Day-to-day, game-time decision, we'll just go from there. Mm. That was the exact answer, probably the length of the answer, the words that were used, I was totally expecting. Because if it is like that hamstring injury, if it's a knee injury, I mean, pulling yourself out of a game, you can't go 
and six days enough for something like that? I don't know, but I've had both an MCL sprain and pulled hamstrings, and it can take a little bit to get back from that. So that quick turnaround, like, I still, like, if you ask me, and I have no evidence to back this up, but I do feel it's Will Howard. From where I stand right now, it just, from the timing, it just feels like it's Will Howard. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's the worst thing in the world after he was slinging it and had the offense humming in that first half. And the momentum gone, of course, in the second half, had to even leave because of an, an injury. But he is good to go. Will Howard, we heard on Tuesday, he is going to play if he's needed to. Um, but Adrian Martinez is still up in the air. Don't have a for sure answer. It's just what Colin Klein said, a game time decision. But always to me, that always feels like it leans more towards doubtful. For sure. But again, I, that's just my gut feeling. Yeah. It, if it's a true pull hamstring, I don't. I've always thought that the recipe for that was a, a month. Like you, like since I'm in for a month, because that a pulled hamstring. For those of us that have had one, that is no joke, dude. Well, who uh, the the Chiefs, the wide receiver that the Chiefs just traded for? Yeah, Darius uh, Tony. Yeah, he's had he's been dealing with hamstrings the last five weeks. He pulled both of them. Yeah, yeah, he pulled one and then tried to come back too early and pulled the other one. That's right. That's yeah, a, that's dude. Hamstrings for a guy that runs is like God, especially it, for a guy who covers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's just a concern. It's it's rough. I mean, we saw that. How that did not work no. last Saturday night. And, and, you know, also, let's just play the game. Let's say this is the week of West Virginia. Or this is the week of Tulane. Oh, boy. Do yeah. You think, do you think they go, Adrian, we don't know he's going to play. Or do you think they go, Adrian's out, Will's going to be our guy. No, it's the, sa- it's the same. They, th- they want the opponents planning for both. Yeah. They they're, they're not going to rule out Adrian. Right. I mean, heck, what, what with Skyler when he got hurt, yeah. it was every week, every single week. It was. Yeah. Hey, is Skyler going to play? Well, you know, you know, some answer just to kind of walk around it and day to day, not say anything. It's like yeah. it's like Dan Patrick. He said he's day to day. Well, aren't we all? Everyone's day to day, baby. I mean, that's not a lie, but it's not exactly coming being forthcoming. But I agree with you when coaches talk like that. You do towards you. You lean towards probably not going to play. Other than that, offensively, it was really good news. Uh, Deuce Vaughn, who was in and out, um, he definitely didn't seem to be in the game as much as he had had in, in in all the other previous games. But Colin Klein said he has looked healthier than he has in a few weeks. Doesn't really have any concern for him on Wednesday or on Saturday rather. Um, so you know, Deuce healthier. That's good. Um, he's taken a lot of punishment. Uh, for sure in the last couple of games, but man, was he really trying. He was really trying to carry the team uh, against TCU. And also, Ben Sennett is probable. Uh, that That's where Colin Klein is leaning right now, probable, uh, which I think is is good news. And I mentioned to Wyatt on, on Monday how I felt that Ben Sennett was uh, is definitely best-case scenario for the tight end position. Yes, Sammy Wheeler had his touchdown, but when it comes to the run blocking, uh, just blocking in general, Ben Sennett is still has a lot of work to do, but he's at least the best option. Uh, it, I mean, Sammy Wheeler whiffing on a on a block on the same play that uh, uh, Will Howard got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then defensively, Joe Klanderman was asked about more names. Daniel Green, uh, that was another game-time decision announcement. I'm not feeling good about it. Derek Young said to us yesterday uh, that he, we're leaning doubtful. 
right now in Daniel Green. I think that hurts. I, I really do. I think it hurts to not have Daniel Green. And I've said it all week how much I think it hurts. And then uh, Julius Brinson, Josh Hayes. Joe Klanerman says he expects him to play. <laughs> that does settle my heart a little bit. Yeah. Both of them being because they're back to practice, they're practicing, and then looking like they're going to play does settle me down a little bit um, be, for obvious reasons. I mean, they're both I, – I did my list of top ten defensive guys through six games. They were both in my top five and missing both of them, especially against a team that kind of throws it well. And has three wide receivers in the top ten in the Big Twelve. Yeah, you kind of want to be at, or at least feel like you're at full strength to settle yourself down before kickoff. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, we talked about that. the The list of guys that got hurt. I think it is nine or eight out of the ten guys that you put on your top ten for halfway through the season. Well, okay. Well, Daniel Green for sure. Like Ben Julius didn't. Ben Sennett didn't. Uh, he did make my, but I think he was number ten on right. my offensive side. Yeah, everybody listed. Of course, not Will Howard, but Will Howard uh, hadn't played yet this nine, year. Nine out of ten. Uh, I might have put him on my list after throwing for those two touchdowns and four consecutive touchdown drives. I would have considered him. Yeah. Um, but we'll still hear more from Colin Klein coming up in the second hour, along with Curry Sexton, his normal time at 510. Had a lot of lawyer stuff to do, so it was kind of a game-time decision if he would uh, come on the show. But I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling likely. That he's going to be on the show today. Mitch and Vegas still to come, but of course it's Thursday. Coming up next, it is our weekly game of Do They Know It? After these words. They know sports. They know jokes. And even Beth's dating. Ah! Oh my God, it's a ghost. This is Do Do They they Know It? it. Or whatever. I'm getting out of here. Welcome to the game. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Let's settle down. It's spoopy. It's spooky season. We're still four days. Well, go ahead. All right. <laughs> so do whatever you want. It's, it's the Halloween-themed episode because, you know, Spooktober, that's Monday, Halloween, all that stuff. I, and I, unfortunately, we don't have a Do They Know It on uh, Halloween this year. I, okay. I, I will say this. I find it very appropriate that the open had him get spooked when it came to our dating advice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, so uh, we were, Travion and I were talking off the air that he saw a wrestler at Riot Fest, and I found mm-hmm. out who it is. It was Lita. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. a big name. Yes. Lita? That's probably was... the second biggest name ever. Wow. Yeah. She, she was a uh, heartthrob. You can say that about a woman, right? As a heartthrob, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, for 2000s, early 2000s, WWE, man, she was it. She was the one that started the fashion trend, the whale tail. Oh. oh. Started it. She did. Okay. That's what she's cre- she's credited for. Okay. For sure. Was this before Well, then who her? started it, Troy? Uh, I'm just- You feel like you know more I'm than I do. I'm just saying <laughs> right. that's an odd right. one to- Let's get this All game right. on the road here. Teams are as follows. <laughs> Mitch and Troy today and David G and Travion. While you guys think of team names, here's how this game works. Three categories, two options a category. I'm looking for uh, for TV shows. You got the show and the character you got to give me. For music, it's the song and the artist. And for movies, it's the name of the film, the name of the actor or actress. If the film is animated, you get a bonus point if you get both the voice and the character right. Unlimited steals, as always, you'll get the decade after picking the clip. Once an incorrect answer has been given, your turn's over. That's it. It goes to the other team. 
All clips today, because again, this is the spooky episode that I put together. All clips are either Halloween related or have a spooky vibe associated with them today. So keep that in mind. So this is game 36, a recap of last week's game, which unfortunately I could not be here for. Trey Beyond, three to let's go with a Z's four. So they came out on top last week. Will there be any jump scares? There will not be any jump scares. They get me every time. (laughs) All right. Well, I do need team names. Uh, Troy and I will be Tony's hamstrings. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's kind of creepy. Okay, Tony's hamstrings. You, um... Travion, what's your favorite horror movie? Halloween. The original 78 one. Will be the Halloween Boys with a Z. Nice. The Halloween Boys coming to you live. (laughs) Live. All right. Well, Mitch and Troy, call the coin flip. Tails. Duh. We're flipping, and today it is tail, so you guys will go first. Full board at your disposal. Troy, go ahead. Uh, well, since it's Halloween, let's give it a shot with movie A. Here's movie A. My little book. We must continue with our spell now that our little guest of honor has arrived. Wake up. Wake up, darling. Yes. Come alone, darling. There you are. That's from the 90s. If I get this wrong... Um, I won't hear the end of it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Is it Hocus Pocus? And now I need the actress. So it's got to be Bette Midler. Yeah. Smash-a-roni. Easy peasy. I've never seen that. What? Never really? seen it. Yeah. It's a good movie, man. On a soccer trip, uh, the, somebody from the team made us all watch it. <laughs> you were like, oh. okay, but you're like, secretly it's like. It's pretty solid. Eh. Pretty decent reason to watch it, you know. I was I, I'm like, the soccer team? still amazed that they decided to do a second one this late in the game, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to give the girls credit. They they still, it's like they plucked them out of the first one. It's really entertaining. All right. Well, hey, <laughs> two nothing, two nothing. Shout to the hamstrings. I'll tell you what, <laughs> uh, Hocus Pocus. It doesn't hold a candle to beaches. I'll just okay. Leo's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> going. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go ahead, Trey Beyond. Music B. Here's Music B. I was looking in the light, <laughs> my eyes beheld an eerie sight. Oh, a my monster man. from his slab began oh, oh, to rise. Oh, oh, and suddenly, I'm at a, I'm at a freaky David party. David feeling himself over there. That's from the 60s. Man. Boy. Yeah. Hmm. I think I know the name of the song. I know who sings it. Yeah. Oh, okay, go ahead, Trey. Okay, so it's Boris Pickett. And go ahead, BG. The Monster Mash! It was the Monster Mash. Monster Mash. I, uh, I'm tied two and two. I always said Boris Pickett, his uh, his best of is just <laughs> amazing. A it's 45, just, huh? It, no. <laughs> it is a whole, it's a double album of <laughs> the Monster got, Match for three hours. Oh, okay. I think you're getting that confit, uh, confused with his single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he yeah, released yeah, Monster got, Mash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so dying got, to know what's on the other side of that. <laughs> you still got both TV on the board, Movie B, and Music A left. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, buddy. What would be another Halloween? Uh, <laughs> okay, let's take the other song, I think. All right, here's music song A. a. You hit the door. 
From the 80s. Oh, I thought it was from the 2000s. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> nice thing about this is it keeps Travion away from it. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I, I better take this one. I don't want Troy uh, accidentally okay. throwing right, out the wrong on. answer. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm, come on. That would be Mike Jack. Although you only get a half a point for only saying half his name, though. I'm just kidding. Well, blame <laughs> Travion. Uh, that would be Thriller, of course. <laughs> it's close to midnight. Four to two. We're back around to you guys. Both TV still left on the board and movie B. Fun fact real fast. The yeah. original demo for Thriller was actually called Starlight. Yes. Which took on a, would be a totally different song and wouldn't it be as good? Because this is Starlight. There's a demo you can listen to on YouTube. Starlight bright. I'm looking at the stars and bright and bright. I they mean, are so bright. You're, yeah. not, you're not far you're, off. You're very close, <laughs> yeah. actually. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. That's a point. Um, We'll go. Movie B. Here's Movie B. So one day, the parents approached the bus driver and made him an offer. The money they collected together, they asked him to do the unthinkable. And that's from the 2000s. I know exactly what it is. Damn, I have no clue. I don't know either. Wow, okay. Trick or treat. (laughs) Trick or treat. I cannot tell you... Like who says it though? Because it's just wait, like, wait, wait. Don't wait, we'll we'll take a gander at this one. Okay. Um, you don't remember who was in that movie at all? It's a bunch of nobodies. Right. In that movie. Okay. Still so, a good movie though. Still mm-hmm. a great movie. I agree. And to everyone's surprise, that's in here, Scarlett Johansson is the name of the actress. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Well, I'm sure Troy knows the answer, so go ahead. Uh, no, have no concept. Um, Bet Midler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we leaving the point out there? Um, Dakota Fanning. That was a good guess. That was Britt McKillop. Oh, of course. <laughs> I know. It, Trey's right. It is a bunch of nobodies, but the film's amazing, though. Yeah. It's a good film. It's one of my favorites every year. I watch it Halloween every year. So they hired the bus driver to kill somebody? Uh, yeah. A bunch of um, bad kids. Could you just I gotta it? choose my next words carefully because we're live on the. It there was you the go. short bus, yeah. and oh. the kids paid them off to get kill the kids. What? Off. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Wow. Yeah. Wow, is that a twist? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that leaves appropriate guys. That leaves the last two TVs on the board. Good what are you guys going with? God. B. Might as well be TVB. On Halloween night, the great pumpkin rises out of his pumpkin patch and flies through the air with this bag of toys for all the children. Yeah. And that's from the 60s. Bag of toys. Go ahead, Troy. You already marked down the points. <laughs> yeah, that that was, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. And the character? Linus Van Pelt. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, that was amazing. That I Wow. Here, Can I tell you, though, I already, I'll just do... Move or TVA for the quote. It's gonna be. <laughs> With, so, well, don't spoil so, the fun. Would you like to find out or no? Sometimes. Okay. The people, the voices talk to me. That's it. First, I get the Highlander. Tony's hamstrings have six to the Halloween boys with Aziz three. God, that's crazy. How'd they get three? So you're not gonna be able to tie, but you can at least come within one. How? Wait, so. how? We didn't miss any, did we? Yeah, you did. Yeah. 
Yeah, you missed one trick point. Or treat. The trick or treat. Mm-hmm. Actor, actress. And then you got... Uh, oh. All right, here we go. Yeah, All go right, ahead. here well, it is. We've contacted Fish and Wildlife. We've contacted the North Carolina State Health Department, as well as the local FBI field office in Raleigh. And we've contacted my colleagues at the Smithsonian for good measure. We think we have our bases covered. I, I know 90s. what this is. Fox Mulder, that's X-Files, baby, baby. And quick note, quick little trivia. He was actually, he he is real life brother of Billy McKittrick from Trick oh, or Treat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well... Actually, should, should that be her dad? That's her dad, yeah. Well, yeah, to Dave dad. G's dismay, there was no heavy breathing clips this week. Yeah, no. what the hell, man? Yeah, he was all excited for it and everything. Well, but it's final Halloween. Look at the, it is. Final look at the scoreboard. Tony's hamstring six, the Halloween boys with a Z, five, and there's the game for this week. Makes man. sense. Mm-hmm. That, Makes doesn't, sense. That, that doesn't sit well with me at all. <laughs> I got a quote. Let's see if you know who it's, where it's from. Go ahead. <laughs> Charlie Brown, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Okay, All seven right. to five. When we come back, let's head out west to make a few picks on the game. Ah, yes. I got my $10 drink. Because for some reason, the pool won't let me bring down cans of Miller Lite. <laughs> they so I'm never name. staying here again. Got your Aerosmith residence tickets. <laughs> Actually, I went Backstreet Boys this time. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah, I'll be honest. I've heard so much Aerosmith over the last 10 years. I don't know if I can watch him in concert at this point. <laughs> and, yet, and yet, Motley Crue is still right there for you. Motley Crue bangs. <laughs> we'll see how they do with John 5 now. I'm excited for that. Who's John Five? You don't know John from Five. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Oh. He was also in Marilyn Manson. They, yeah. They, they had the. I'm, you may have seen the video of John Five, like something about Marilyn Manson, like kicked him on the backside or something, and John John Five had enough of it. Yeah. He slammed down the guitar and he's losing it on yeah. Marilyn Manson on stage during a show, and Marilyn's like, "What are you doing? Pick up the guitar! You're embarrassing me." Oh. It was a hell of a video. I did see that video. Wow, that guy. Okay, he's, yeah, he's And then good. afterwards, John Five picks up the guitar and just jumps right back into the song. <laughs> like, Dang. He's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Good. All right. Let's make some picks. Updated standings as we jump into here uh, here the next week of uh, some Mitch in Vegas. Standings uh, from picks last week. I still stink. I'm a jinx. I went two and four. DG and the people went four and two. Troy, though, the big week, five and one. Money. So Troy has a two-game lead over the people, 26 and 20. DG is 22 and 24, and I am three back of DG at 19 and 27. It's bounce back time. You know how we start Mitch in Vegas. If the Cats play, they lead off. Number 22, Kansas State, hosting number nine, Oklahoma State. Bill Snyder Family Stadium, 235. The official kickoff time, unless it gets pushed back from the 11 a.m. game. You you may notice when there's like 45 minutes on the play clock with the countdown, they might stop it at 45. That means they're adding a little bit more time later kickoff because ah. of TV. Um, anyway. Who's Troy? Who's Fox got for that first game on Friday? I don't, on Saturday. Honestly, I, oh, uh, oh, I don't remember now. That's all right. I'll look it up. That's a good question. I got it. Um, anyway, well, Troy, I was going to have you go first here. Cats are favored by one and a half. So basically a pick just about. 
I'm going to take K-State because it's a home game and coming off of a loss on the road. Uh, Oklahoma State found some magic last week in the matchup to fight back against Texas, but I don't know that they can pull it off two weeks in a row. Deej? Yeah, is uh, like banged up and, you know, walking dead as K-State is, so is Oklahoma State, and they're on the road against the game opponent like the Wildcats. I'm picking with my heart as well. It's homecoming week. The festivities are going to be jumping, starting tomorrow. Got the cats, baby! Will Howard put some confidence in me for him. Uh, So if it is even Will Howard, uh, I don't consider that a bad thing. Uh, His his throwing, his accuracy was, I thought, fantastic uh, against TCU. And also the updates we got earlier today... From Klein, or from Klein and from Klanderman. So quarterback is kind of a game-time decision, but Deuce is feeling better. Ben Sennett's going to play. Julius Brintz and Josh Hayes should both play. Daniel Green is also a game-time decision. I'm feeling a little bit better. You know what? Give me the Cats. They need it bad. They need the win. Second place in the Big 12 on the line. By the way, to answer the question, it is a monster over on Fox for that first game of the day as well. Number two, Ohio State at number 13, Penn State. Mm. So two exceptionally Mm. good games on Fox back-to-back when you put the Cats up against Oklahoma State as the second game. Yeah, good for Fox. What's find out what the game is after K State on Fox? I'd love to know what their triple header is because you got you start out with two top twenty five games with a lot on the line. Uh, I'm still even though I still feel Ohio State will, and I don't have them as a pick in this week, but um, still kind of feel like it's all Buckeyes. But anyway, uh, yes, I'm picking K State. Uh, the second game is a pair of future Big 12 teams, but this is also pivotal in the American. Fox will have the World Series at night. Oh, oh. well, okay. Well, so, monster day for them. Is that game day. one? Yeah, uh, game two. Game two. Game two. Game one's tomorrow night. All right. Uh, Cincinnati, who's number 20 in the country, is at UCF. The Knights are favored at home by one and a half. Same deal. So, uh, 2.30 on ESPN. What do you got, Deej? I'm taking the uh, Bearcats of Cincinnati. Uh, I like them a lot. They, they, they've they done a really good job of coming back after being in the playoffs last year. I thought they are going to lose a lot and be not as great. They are good, Cincy. I'm going to go with Cincinnati as well. I think that that's a, a road opportunity, and UCF has been a roller coaster this year, really, in some ways. This is, this is pivotal for themselves in the American, and uh, certainly for the standings with Cincinnati undefeated right now in the American. I am leading Bearcats as well, and I agree with DG. I thought there for a while they weren't going to have a great season. Mm -hmm. They've turned it around in conference play. In the SEC, Game 3 is at 6 o'clock on ESPN. Number 3, Tennessee is hosting number 19, Kentucky. They used to play for the Beer Barrel. I don't know if they still do, but uh, the Vols, Troy, are favored at home by 12 and a half. I do not like that spread. That is... Wow. Um... I really look for that to be a closer game, so I'm going to call Kentucky on that. I uh, I misspoke earlier. I said walking dead a man walking wounded. Um, Kentucky really great on defense. Tennessee obviously can score a ton of points, but I don't know, man. I'm with you, Troy. Twelve and a half is a lot of that, points. That's a lot of points for two ranked teams in the SEC. Yeah, I'm going to go with my gut, and I'm going to say Kentucky. Um, not to win, but they're gonna get. Yeah. They're gonna. They Tennessee won't cover that. So I'm gonna go Kentucky. Give me the points. Yeah, that's that's my view on it. It's tough. Kentucky's defense 
has been pretty solid. I mean, in the last calendar year, they haven't allowed anybody to score more than 24 points. Jeez. I, I, I believe, though, more in Tennessee's offense than I do Kentucky's. This could be easily a backdoor cover for Tennessee. I'm going to take the Vols to win by two touchdowns at home. Next is the battle for Paul Bunyan out of the Big Ten. Michigan State at number four, Michigan Deej with the Wolverines favored by 23 points, 630 ABC. You know, we talked about Ohio State, like 30 points. Is that too many? And they went out and covered big time. I don't think Michigan's got that firepower. I really don't. I see, and I know Michigan State stinks, but I'm also going to take the other road dog. I'm going to say Michigan State, uh, Michigan can't cover 23 points, even at home. I mean, Mel Tucker has to justify his new contract somehow, doesn't he? <laughs> he better. Uh, I, he justified it last year by beating Michigan, and so I think he justifies it this year by at least being able to keep it from being 23 points. Oof, uh, so I'll go Michigan State because of that spread. Sparty, good luck trying to stop Blake Corum. Michigan, if they could beat Penn State at home That's by true. a wide margin in the second half, why can't they beat Michigan State by 24 points? That's true. Uh, let's see. We got three more picks to make. Let's let's. I think we kind of have to speed it up here a little bit. Travion's giving me the warning sign. Uh, the other Big Twelve game I have is Baylor at Texas Tech in Lubbock, six thirty on ESPN two with the home team Texas Tech. Troy favored by just two and a half. I really like Baylor in that ball game myself, actually, uh, because being on the road. But I think that they're a better ball club, Texas Tech has shown some things defensively uh, as this year has gone on. But, uh, you know, I, that could be a knockdown, dragout type of ball game. That line actually is pretty appropriate for what I think will be a pretty good ball game. I'm taking T-Tech. Give me T-Tech, baby. Oh, I'm taking Tech as well. Uh, Baron Morton, in his two starts as a, as a freshman, 704 passing yards, four touchdowns, one interception. I think this is a game Texas Tech wins by a couple of scores. Mm-hmm. I was I was kind of surprised that the line was just two and a half. It also kind of maybe depends on Blake's shape and what kind of game he has, but give me the freshman yeah. to score some points. He is just slinging it right now. Uh, and also, I don't know Donovan Smith. I don't know his status, but if I was Joey McGuire, I'm sticking with the freshman right now. He is a hot hand. And then the final game we're picking is Arizona State at Colorado. So Arizona State's won two games. Colorado State has won one game. It's a garbage game of the week with Arizona State on the road going to Boulder as a 13.5-point favorite, 630 on ESPNU, Deej. So I kind of think Arizona State, like, I want to pick them. They lost to Herm Edwards, like, at the start of the season, and I Mm -hmm. think they've played better. Colorado stinks. I mean, they really stink. Um, 13 and a half is going to be too much for them to uh, overcome. I'm going to take the points in the road dog. Let's go. Baby. Oh, no, Arizona State's the favorite. Oh, they're, th- they're giving up 13 and a yeah, half? on the Good road. Good God. Ugh, on the road. Yeah. Uh, shoot. God dang it. I'm taking Colorado. Let's go Colorado. Home game. I'm going to take Arizona State because right now Colorado's school flag is white. I'm going to take Arizona State. Uh, They can actually, I think they're actually kind of a little bit decent running the football, and Colorado can't stop the run at all. No. They're terrible, terrible, terrible against the run. As I said, the flag is up, it's white. Give me Arizona State by 17. And then finally, we're back to the Cats because it's a home game. Good for a Wildcat first downs. It's been a while since we've done this, but I've set the over under at 13 and a half. I've lowered the bar. Uh, because we haven't hit it over yet this year. So over under 13 and a half for good for Wildcat first downs, Troy. Uh, I'm going to go over. 
Same. Over 13 and a half. Yeah, they, they got to. Yeah. They, they got to do it. All right. I'm taking the over as well. That's going to do it for uh, Mitch in Vegas. And still to come on the show, uh, very excited for the next hour because, of course, we've got number one song of the day, a banger, one of the best songs of all time will be featured. Ask us anything, we'll wrap up. But we're going to hear from not one, but two of the players that won a Big 12 championship in 2012. That is Curry Sexton, his usual time slot. We're planning to have him on at 510, but also Colin Klein. Injury updates and some offensive players, plus a little on uh, Will Howard and a little on Oklahoma State. So don't go anywhere. Hour number two is after the break. Your local news is also coming up next. Stick around.